Blog Talk Radio. Wow. First of all, it's been a little while since I've been here at, at BTR, but what a way to return back to my old stopping grounds for a specific reason. And I'm not returning by myself. I actually have a guest that's here with me tonight. How you doing, everybody? It's been Lee, and welcome into a new Buzzcast here at Buzzworthy Radio. This is also a live one, to be honest with you, as well. And I haven't done one of these in a while, either. So bear with me in the mere fact that I'm kind of getting into the swing of doing a live show again. So it's very uh, <laughs> surreal, if I, if I think about it. But we have, we have very good reason as to why we are doing a live show tonight. We are going to be delving in the 41st Daytime Emmy Award nominations, our little reactions to who made the cut this year, who got snubbed, all of that stuff. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about what's going on as well on our daytime shows and our opinions on what we hate, what we love, who we want to return, because I know my guest today did a piece a few nights ago about who he felt should return to the Young Restless. We're going to be talking to him about that as well as why he brought that idea into the forefront. So let me introduce you to this man. He, <laughs> excuse me, he actually started with We Love Soaps when it first began, but now he's back as a contributor for We Love Soaps TV. Please welcome my friend who I just met at the Indie Series Awards, Mr. Michael Goldberg. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great today, and as they say in the soap opera world, I sort of returned from the dead. So you kind of did. That was a wonderful thing. I did. I returned from the dead. I made a major return. I was living a secret life, but I've now returned, so I'm very happy to be here tonight. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we definitely have some topics to go over in, in retrospect yes. of what has transpired from over a week ago, not just with the, with the nominees, but also what the cash shakeups that we've been hearing about within this past week, which just came out of nowhere, in my humble opinion, because it was just like one after the other, one after the other. I was like, is there I any know. other, anybody else? I mean, come on, let's, let's go here right, I'm right now. <laughs> Tomorrow we're going to find out. I'm certain that there's going to be a someone major coming to Days of Our Lives or someone back to the Bold and Beautiful. You just never know right now what's going to happen in the big old wacky world of the soaps. Not at all. Uh, not at all. But the one thing that we always expect every year is the nominations to come out for the Daytime Emmy Awards. They came out last Thursday on May 1st. Some of the nominees were announced on Good Morning America, which, by the way, was just, I swear, it's like one of those things where you have, like, the crawl credit on the screen. That's pretty much what it was like. It was like, (laughs) if you blinked, you missed it. So, really, what was the point of watching that when you could have just went to the website in just a few minutes afterwards to just download the list yourself? Right, you could have gone to WeLoveSoaps.net. and found out the nominations. That's what I it think. Was, it was just, it was, I, I just felt, honestly, it wasn't really necessary, especially if you weren't going to announce all of them. So it, it was, it, to me, I was, I was just sitting here going, why am I up at 8 in the morning, basically going to watch a bunch of stuff on GMA that I didn't really want to see, 
And then, of course, within the last two minutes of the show, we get this, like, fast crawl of who was nominated mainly for, like, talk show and news show and host. And mm-hmm. basically all you, all you had was, like, two categories for soaps, which were the lead actor and actress in a drama series, and that was it. So, right. And then everything else went back to culinary host and host and all this other stuff that deals with not soaps. So really, what was the point? What was, the, what was really the point of all that stuff? But, well, it's very yeah. important to know about um, culinary chefs. I know that's what I'm interested in as a soap opera uh, viewer and a fan. So that was very important <laughs> for me to find <laughs> yeah, I I was awake just to see those two categories just come through, and then I just went straight to, I just went straight ahead and just fell a little bit myself. So that was really you didn't go to sleep yet at that. Were you? Did you even go to sleep? Isn't that usually when you go to bed at eight in the morning? I I actually went to sleep at when did I go to sleep? Because I know I went to sleep very very late. I think it was like one in the morning, and mm-hmm. I got I got up at eight. Maybe like quarter after eight. So it was at that point where I was just in my head. I'm going. I'm not going back to bed now after this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, seriously, I was like, am I seriously going back to bed? But I'm not. <laughs> right. So yeah. I just You're up for the day. Staying, so I pretty much wound up just like staying put. Like I just wound up staying. Up and going through the reactions with everybody. Pretty much, I was just going with the flow of how everybody was on Twitter with their reactions about the the nominees were, and you know that just basically just kept me up. And because I really did not want to stop reading what everybody had to say, you know, it was it was it was very interesting to hear what their thoughts were on who got nominated, who didn't get nominated, and. I have thoughts of my own that I didn't put out there, except <laughs> yes. that yes. I, it will... I kind of started to put out there. And it was just the one specific one, but I will get into that later. So Yes, I, I, have an, I have a feeling I know who that is, but I'll just wait to find out. I'll, yeah. I'll act like I have no idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that suspense going for just a little bit. But right now... <laughs> Yeah, but let's let's get started with one of the, the main ones, which is outstanding lead actress in the drama series again, which was an, um, announced in GMA. The, the nominees yeah. were, and this, and honestly, before I even say who these are, this is a tough category. It is. It's just it's going to be very very hard. There's so many contenders that this home that I would be happy with if they won, and. It's like I want to. I want one of them to win, but then the other one, hey, that person has to win. That that's pretty much what it is. I'm I'm shaking my fist, but like you have to win. You have to. But right. No, I feel the same way. There isn't one actress who is nominated that I wouldn't be thrilled they won. And so it's 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 such a hard, it's a very 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 hard category. Nominees are Eileen Davidson from Days Are Lives, Catherine Kelly Lang from The Bold and Beautiful, Heather Tom from The Bold and Beautiful, and Ariane Bucker from Days of Our Lives. And you know, I don't know what any of them submitted, but I'm I, I'm not going to be surprised if Heather Tom submitted the episode from the Fourth of July 
when Taylor basically just went in and told everybody about Brooks' affair with Bill and Katie's mm-hmm. confrontation from that. I, I mean, immediately as soon as that aired, which was shortly after she won again, Miss <laughs> Heather mm-hmm. Tom for her Emmy the right. before that, immediately we were all going, that's totally going to be on her next Emmy reel next year. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. There is no doubt. Yeah, but, the, I mean, she's a she's phenomenal, and she brings it in every scene. And they write such good material for her. They write Emmy scenes for her, and so she's Heather is very lucky to have that. But she's just a, a sensational actress, and she killed that material that was given to her. She killed everything that they give her, and it's just it's like it's never ending. You know, they always give her something to do. Ever since she's been on the show, and they're giving her mm-hmm. something to do, and it, it it has no effect of slowing down whatsoever. So, although you know, I, honestly, I do have to quickly, I do have to quickly just interrupt for a second and say that, you know, Katie, you know Heather Tom's character, I wish someone were, would remind Katie that she too had an affair, and she remember when she cheated on um, who did she? I've lost track now, but she cheated uh, on. When she was on uh, Bridget's um, man, um, she cheated with Jack Wagner's character, and Brooke, uh, major scene, Brooke slapped her. I wish someone would remind Katie about that, her cheating ways. But I'm yeah. off topic now. But I wish someone would remind her of that. She's no <laughs> yeah, just to throw that out there that you know you're not exactly as sane as you proclaim to be, but you know. Right, right, Katie. Yeah. You've been. I, I think I, someone needs to remind her, and I think Brooke needs to slap her again like she did last time when she re- found out the truth. But okay, but let's go we get back to the nomination. <laughs> uh, well, segue back back into that circle. You know, Eileen Davidson, as, I, look, here's my thing. I've wanted Catherine Kelly Lang to be nominated for so long, mm-hmm. and last year was her first time oh, getting no. into the race. And I want her to win desperately because Homegirl is it as Brooke Logan. I mean, she, she yeah. first of all, Homegirl can cry like no other. I mean, she can really cry <laughs> like right. nobody's business. Mm-hmm. But, and she, and she is one of the greatest actors that are out there. But Eileen has to take it home, though. Unfortunately, I, I, Eileen has to win that one. As Kristen this past year, she's got to she's she's got to win that one. She really does. I I, I agree with you. The you know I, I love Catherine Kelly Lang, love Brooke, another actress who always shows up. She's always there in every scene, no matter what Brooke does. I root for her. Like there, I always root for her, and that's how good she is because she makes you care about her. But Eileen Davidson revitalized Days for Our Lives. It wasn't for Kristen controlling essentially the entire story when Eileen was with the show. Days would not have uh, been doing so well as it did. Uh, She's my pick. I I want her to win. I feel she deserves to win. She had so many good scenes. Uh, I'm pulling for her. I definitely am pulling for Eileen. Can they have a tie in this category? Can both Catherine and Eileen win? I mean, I, I, I just want that. I want that. You know, right. <laughs> like I can be happy. 
overall, mm-hmm. but you should be happy with Eileen winning because she really deserves it for the work that she put in for, for Kristen this year. And, you know, you know, it's funny, when she first was on the show as Kristen, you know, she was a powerhouse even then. Mm-hmm. During, during the rally years when it was, you know, able to bring a, about the camp to it. But, you know, now how what she was brought in recently and how she was able to portray Kristen in this way, you know, that, that, was, that was a whole different spectrum for the character, but it also didn't lose sight of the fact exactly his, as to who she is. And I, I, I loved everything that she did with Drake and Eric Martzoff, Greg Vaughn, and, of course, Deidre Hall. I mean, Deidre, on, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I live for every Kristen scene, and I, uh, what I found really funny was her friendship with Jennifer that just cracked me up. Somehow Jennifer was able, her only friend, and was somehow able to forgive her for uh, what she did to her mother and for what she did to Jack. I guess Jack yeah. was dead and didn't care anymore. But I just, I just, I always found it very funny that Jennifer somehow managed to forgive Kristen, and no one else did. <laughs> but, 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 but good old Jennifer. I could, I'll talk about her later. But Eileen was amazing in every scene, and I'm definitely pulling for her. And I think she deserves to win. I, I, I think it's, I think it's her year. Yeah. Good old Jennifer Rose Horton. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. About, yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about her later too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, that's all I'll say on that front. But right. moving on to the moving on to the next one, lead actor in a drama series. We have Peter yeah. Bergman from Young and the Restless. It's pretty much Young and the Restless and that other show. That's pretty much how I described right. it. I was like, it's pretty much Wardar right. and. Who, who's this? And that was how I described it. But no, not not nogging GH, but I'm serious. I was like, why not just pretty much dominate in this category? And uh, and Jason Thompson, you're the odd man out because you're the only one from outside of that show that's in this category to win. Who, by the way, I am picking to win this category. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, Peter Bergman, Doug Davidson, Christian LeBlanc, and Billy Miller are all from Line Eye. Jason Thompson from General Hospital. Again, Jason Thompson probably would be my pick for this one. Yeah, I, I am... It, it boggles my mind that four Young and the Restless actors are nominated for for Best Actor. Like, really? Why? Okay, yeah, why? Like, why does this shock you? Let I mean, real here. Over, why does this shock you? Right. Well, I mean, overall, like, I'm thrilled. So I have to say that I'm thrilled anytime daytime TV is celebrated, but it's odd to me in general, and this is for the entire awards, that, you know, it's very odd, although it's not totally unexpected that, you know, the show that I, it's the worst daytime drama of 2013, received the most nominations. And this is just an example of four, I mean, four nominations for Best Actor. I, I, it doesn't, I do not believe that or the, out of five people, nom- of everyone nominated that who submitted the five actors should have been from Young and the Restless. I just don't. So, that, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting, too, because when you look at this list, 
while Wynar may not have had some of the best storylines last year, and I'll be honest with you, they really didn't. And, you know, there was a lot of things that I didn't like about the show during that time frame. You know, there, was, there were certain storylines that did not appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, and then this is before Gene Pesinante and Shelley Altman came in and into the forefront because uh, I believe they came in towards the end, almost towards the end of 2013 anyway. But mm-hmm. it just seems like they, they didn't know at the time, they didn't know where they were going to take a lot of stuff. There were, there were, but there were things that definitely did stand out, you know. And obviously Billy Miller, I'm not surprised, is in there because Billy Miller has, has always done meeting material, especially Delia's death story. Right. That was completely and utterly amazing from him of the performances that he gave up until his last day on the show, dealing with that, him sleeping with Kelly and you know, it was just it was an emotional time for Billy Abbott and watching Billy Miller play that was absolutely extraordinary. So it's not a surprise as to how he, you know, Garnered that nomination at at all, at all, and you know that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. You know, Christian, Christian also had a good year. He was shown a lot more than he had. Listen, in reference to him, I've been known to basically go on Twitter and lash out at the fact that LeBlanc had been backburned when Mm -hmm. Maria Bell was still in there. It got to a point Mm -hmm. where he was nothing but Victor's lapdog. And I basically was, like, sitting here going, why is he just right now resonated to just being a lapdog and doing absolutely nothing? And when, when they came in, when the, new, when the new guys came in and took over, he was back on our screens on a more daily basis, on a more continued basis. And with the whole storyline with what happened with Fenn and the bullying and getting in with Carmine and Lauren, yeah. He's no, in, he's I think they're all. I mean, I think they're all wonderful actors. So don't get me wrong. And I, it's just a matter of that the Young and the Restless in general, and out of all the actors that were that could have been nominated, that four of the five were from Young and the Restless. I will say that out of all five of them, I, I truly believe, and I agree with you about Jason Thompson. I I, I think he, for me, he is the one who should win. He's another one who gives a such a real performance every single time I believe him. I never feel like he is... I feel like he is the character. He's never just... He's, uh, he, he's, he just... I just feel... I just feel... I just feel him. You know, I, I, I really believe... I believe anything he... I believe anything he does. And I, I think I would love to see him recognized because he has had... Uh, he hasn't had that great of a storyline recently, I don't think, but, I would, but he's had some great material, and I would love to see him be rewarded for his great work. His acting's effortless. I mean, pretty much it. It's, it's effortless. And with everything that Patrick Drick has been through, yeah. And, and he, he's definitely played the part to where you, you can't help but feel his pain, especially when the scenes aired when Robin was alive and he was reunited with her and 
while this will not count for this year, um, this will count for next year, but then with Robin leaving, God, he can, he can turn in a performance like nothing. Like, it's like he, he's just that good. So I'm calling it right yeah. now. I'm going with Jason on this one. I'm going okay. with Jason on this one. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Jason, too, and that's where I want to win. So hopefully that will work. Yeah. Hopefully my, my good um, wishes will be sent his way and be sent um, – and you'll get you'll get the um, best actor award. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moment of truth. Category yes. is about things supporting actor in the drama series. Yeah. Okay. This category. Yeah, this category. Well, first let's go over the no- <laughs> let's go over the nominees first uh, about yes. that. Okay. The nominees in this category are Bradford Anderson from General Hospital. Steve Burton from Young and the Restless, Scott Clifton from The Bold and Beautiful, Eric Martzoff from Days of Our Lives, and Dominic Zimpronia from General Hospital. Let yeah. me start off by saying how in the hell did Steve Burton get a nomination? How did that happen? How did this happen? I, I seriously, when I saw this name pop up, I could not believe it. I thought it was a typo. I thought that was just somebody right. that was just screwing my brain. When the list came out, I was like, I know this is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. You meant to write Blake Barris in that spot, didn't you? But no. Yeah, when he negotiated his contract with Young and the Restless, that may have been written into the contract that he gets nominated for, for the supporting really actor. That could have happened. I don't know. That's just my guess. I, I, I don't know how he was nominated. Nothing, nothing against you, Steve Burton. I think you're a wonderful person. But I, I don't understand how he was nominated. I, I can't see him winning, and I, I don't want him to win. I mean, I, I, I just – I want the daytime Emmys to mean something, and if he wins, I, I just I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. The, you know, who are you happy to see nominated? <laughs> before I answer that for the that, performance yeah <laughs> for the performance of course <laughs> not as a person yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know I am very surprised in a very very good way that Eric Marcel got nominated I really am like mm-hmm. I when I saw that he made the cut I seriously was happy for him. I couldn't believe it, yeah. and I was so stoked that he made it in there because Brady Black, especially during that Christmas storyline, was very, very good. He basically was like passions who, you know that that's pretty mm-hmm. much what it was to me. You know, he pretty much it's like passions is no longer in his acting vernacular. He's you know now he's like he he stepped up his game hardcore when he came to days, especially during that storyline. And well, the shirtless wonder is a good actor. He's, he's a real, he's a <laughs> he's real a, actor. He's a good actor. I mean, I'm not, I mean, look, I, I'm just saying that because, you know, Passage was just like, mm, Yeah, like, yeah. Really? He wasn't given but, material until, and once he was given material to work with to really shine, he, he, he did just... He got great screen partners to act opposite of that really made him 
basically come in and be like, let's do work. And he did it. He did the damn thing. And I was very, very happy that he got nominated. I, I cannot tell you what that – I smiled, literally smiled that he got a nomination. I really did. As far as the Burton thing is concerned, I agree. Homie I, is a, probably a nice person. You know, I, this is nothing against him as a person. It's just the mere fact that what did he do to garner him a nomination? I don't think Dylan really did anything. The only thing that he really right. did was just find out that Nikki was his mother. His father right. died. That was it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he's just basically been going around fixing grooves <laughs> as a handyman and eating right. Avery's cupcakes. I mean, that's pretty much all that he was doing. He was just basically sampling Avery's cupcakes. You could take that any way that you want, people, but it's the truth. <laughs> but, right. I mean, literally and figuratively, he did sample her cupcakes. And I, I'm just dumbfounded that he basically just was nominated for basically doing nothing. And here you are with Blake Bears, who had an extraordinary year as Nick Fallon, I mean, this guy was a complete and utter bigot. You know, he did everything in his might to basically throw down Will and Sonny to try to keep the woman he loves, hiding his secret from what happened in prison. And, mm-hmm. and then the fallout when it happened, the climax of the story, when Will got shot and trying to save his life and him admitting the truth to Gabby, you know, apologizing to Will, going through all of the motions. I'm like, how did he not get nominated? How did he not? I, I, I thought, know. I thought, I really thought that when I was watching those episodes, I seriously was like, this dude got himself a nomination in the bag already. And then mm-hmm. when it comes out into the forefront that he got snubbed, I, I'm dumbfounded, dude. Dude, I'm dumbfounded. Frankly, Novell, it's annoying me that I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. I would like to disagree. So we can have conflict, but I agree with that. I agree with that as well. I I was shocked that he wasn't nominated. He deserved to be nominated. He, I mean, he was given great material, but he he was amazing as Nick. And the and I'm gonna be sorry to see him, but he is. I think he is going to make it really big someday. I mean, it just when you think about how Nick started out on the show years ago. And what he, oh, and God, yeah. what he, yeah, and what he turned into, and how he was able to do both uh, effortlessly, seemingly, uh, very impressed with his work. And I'm, I'm so unhappy that Wally Kurth didn't receive a nomination. I mean, he is a, an example of a, you know, he may not have had, uh, you know, many scenes with Justin, but he was a true supporting actor, and he had some really great scenes with Sonny, and. Very, um, very sad that he wasn't nominated. I think he, I think he deserved one. Well, Greg Vaughn, um, where, where was he? Think about all the, his great work that he's spent the past year. Mm-hmm. He was another one that should have been nominated and he wasn't. So that disappointed me. Yeah. Uh, a, a contender, Dominic Zabrania, made it into into the category. His first nomination, actually, and. Mm-hmm. So what do we think about that? Um, uh, you know, <laughs> and it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just that I, I just, you know, it, I think it was a, to the point of when the whole thing of the baby was revealed, 
that's mm-hmm. when his work really kicked in and, and basically shined forth. So, uh, yeah, I can understand that one. So, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. And, and Bradford, obviously, when he found out about the baby, holy crap, did those Great. scenes kick ass. Those scenes kicked ass. If he does not win this category, I will be surprised. Because he really, out of all of these in here, I think he's the one that should take it home. Bradford should be the one that wins this one. I agree with you, too. And, again, it pains me to agree with you. But I, I agree with that as well. I think, he, I think he has it in the bag of everyone that was nominated. So, so yeah. we're going to disagree. I want to disagree with you. All right, let's see if we're going to disagree in the next one. Outstanding supporting actress in the drama series. We have Melissa Claire Egan from The Young and the Restless, mm-hmm. Jane Elliott from General Hospital, Amelia Heinley from The Young and the Restless, Elizabeth Hendrickson from The Young and the Restless, and Kelly Sullivan from General Hospital. Okay. I'm happy so Jane made it. Jane made it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm very happy she made it. I was hoping she would make it, and lo and behold, she did. Yeah. Win, baby. Very happy. Win, win, very win the trophy, girl. But, <laughs> but go ahead. Your thoughts first. Yeah, well, first I would say that, you know, some of the nominees in the, the supporting actor and actress categories were not supporting characters this year. So, I, I mean, I wish actors that submit themselves in supporting, you know, who I, I kind of feel that they're just doing that to increase their chances at a nomination. We can consider some of the other really, truly wonderful supporting actors out there. They're probably bumping out of a, a deserved nomination. I have to feel like I have to say that uh, there are a lot of people that just didn't even make the cut who were true supporting actor, true supporting actors, and I think forgotten what supporting means. But however, I'm thrilled that Jane Elliott was nominated. Uh, another actress who, um, in every role she has had, she she brings it. I was just watching mm-hmm. old clips even of her as Angelica on Days of Our Lives, and wonderful. Um, I'm baffled by the Kelly Sullivan nomination. Uh, baffled. I mean, really? The, I mean, wonderful. I mean, I think she's a great actor. I mean, well, I'll, I'll say a good actress. The, there, but there were other people who submitted, like Cynthia Watros. Wasn't yes. she? Was I mean, come on. I mean, so we're saying that. Kelly Sullivan deserves was nominated over Cynthia Watros. Um, I, I can't um, I can't fathom that. I don't understand that. So, so that's my piece. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> I would. I'm happy with everyone that was nominated except for in this case um, Kelly Sullivan. Liz Although nothing against you, nothing against you personally, Kelly Sullivan. I, I think you did great work, just not supporting actress-nominated work. Missy Egan, Liz Hendrickson mm-hmm. were not shocking to me. If they didn't get nominated, I would be more shocked at that. So those two right. definitely. I was very surprised about Amelia getting nominated, though, I will admit. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that stunned I... me a lot. Why did I was, I was not expecting, 
I was not expecting it in the slightest. And when when the name was announced, when the name, the name was dropped, I, I just said, really? I wasn't really expecting a nomination for her. You know, I, I don't think she's the strongest actress, but when she was with alongside Billy Miller, Billy mm-hmm. Miller is able to bring out their strengths acting right. opposite of him. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm kind of going like, I think this is one of those things where working opposite of Billy helped her garner this nomination because, you know, she did mainly her best work when she worked with him. And that's pretty much how I feel about that. Uh, Kelly, Kelly Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I was going to say she's still Steffi to me from loving. So (laughs) I still watch her and I see, I see Steffi and I want to, but anyway, she's Victoria now. So I will move on. She's been in the role. How long has she been in the role now for? It seems impossible. It's been as long as it has now. Okay, I think moving on. In 2004 and 2005, no, 2005, yeah, 2005, since 2005, I think. So yeah, probably almost like almost 10 years, if not already. If she did start in 2004, I'm not. Sure. I know she left all my children in 2004, but I right, she, right. I forgot yeah, all about she, Mia. Yeah, I forgot all about Mia. How can so, I forget Mia? One of the original fusion girls. One of the original fusion girls. I liked her over there. So, yeah, yeah she might have, it might have been 2004. So, yeah, she might have been there 10 years already. But uh, in essence, to your Kelly Sullivan comment, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting in, in essence to what you were saying about that because, for one, I think she was better as Connie than she was as Kate. And right. I liked her as. Connie. Did I think that she should... I did. I was one of those Connie fans, but it did get to a point where Connie was... You had to go. You know, it was kind of those things where you kind of got set up with her. And... Well, the way I look at it is... I'm I'm, I'm sorry about it. Go on. Was it worthy of the nomination? Not really, because I, I really did not think she did a lot of stuff to garner a nomination, except at the beginning of the year when everything came out with Who Really kill, Killed Star's Baby. Mm-hmm. By the way, this was, be- this was before everybody from the One Like to Live crew left. So <laughs> just so you're aware, right, right. this was before, this <laughs> right, was before right. the One Like, to, One Like to Live crew left and came back as new people. But... Yeah, that was also in 2013 when everything came out about Johnny Zakara killing Hope and, you know, uh, Trey dying and everything of the sort. So I, I felt like at that, that during that month was her best work as, as Connie. You know, it, it was just, just the way it is. Honestly, I could have seen her more nominated for the year before than compared to 2013. That's I just, just feel that I just feel that it's easy to well, I mean, acting isn't easy, but it's much easier to take a character like Connie and be enjoyable in that role than it is to take a character like Kate and be enjoyable and and win a, get a nomination in that role. So it's like you sh- you show your strength as an as a actress in a character like Kate as opposed to Connie where it's very easy to be very 
to be over the top and you have that material, whereas I wanted to, she should be just as enjoyable as Kate as she was as Connie. And I think that's the mark of a good actress, to make the Kate character enjoyable and Emmy-worthy as opposed to Connie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because it was just like, again, I preferred one over the other. If I can't prefer you both, then, yeah, there's something wrong there, I guess. Yeah. But I go for Jane Elliott. I want Jane to win. I do want Jane to win. I I, I, have all those people. I do want Jane to win. But aside from from that, before I get into the younger categories, I want to basically go ahead... Yeah, we're we're getting to the younger people now, but we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, no, of course we're, it exists. I did. Like, I wow, see. we're like, yeah, like wow, we're running through these really quickly. But before we get to them, I need to give a shout out to the Vanity, my homies at the yes. Vanity, because you got nominated for an Emmy in New Approaches. I am so freaking excited for you guys. I am so yes. excited that you got you you won the Hollywood Award. You know, this is this is amazing that you got nominated for this. It's it's a huge deal, at least for me, because I, I've loved the vanity for so long and to see them getting the recognition that they deserve, I'm so, 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 so freaking happy. I'm so happy that they got a nomination. When I saw that oh. they were nominated that day, I literally started mm-hmm. crying. Oh I started crying. Oh. I started crying for joy. I really did because you should I, be nominated love, for an award too. No, no, stop it. But <laughs> not without me. But it was just—it was just the fact that you know, watching this show, meeting the people behind this show for the very first yes. time at the at the ISAs, I and mm-hmm. you know having the opportunity to talk to them even on the show before I met them, you know, and. and just loving the show, what they were able to do with it. It was just, I was so happy that they gotten the praise and recognition that they definitely deserved to get. And I couldn't have been happier. I really couldn't have no, been happier I, for that. I agree. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Because when you, you take a series like The Vanity, a show with a very small budget, and it's produced amazingly by Michael Caruso, to be recognized is such a triumph. And it's a triumph for indie series everywhere. And the you know you were at the the Indie Series Awards uh, for the first time, and that's where we officially got to meet face to face. And yeah, it, yeah. I mean, what I want for the big time Emmys is what we saw at the Indie Series Awards, which is a true celebration of independently produced web series. Uh, that's what I want for the daytime Emmys, and that's and it's I'm, so I'm thrilled that. The Vanity was nominated. Um, so happy for Michael Caruso. They so deserved it. Oh, gosh, absolutely. I'm very, very happy for them. And I really hope that they take that gold home. I really do. You know, hopefully it'll sit right next to their Hollywood Award. So <laughs> Right, right. And, and nothing against Tainted Dreams and Venice and the power inside, of course. But the, the Vanity, I... I agree with you 100%. So much fun. It's so much fun. Yes. And it's just so fun dynasty campy. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's such a good time. I love this show. I just love it. I'm so upset that it's over. But it was, it definitely was a great four, four years. I mean, 
Katie Caprio and Michael Caruso be the only two that have done it for the entire run of the show. You know, it, especially Katie. Katie came a long way from first season, and I, I love, I loved their relationship, Bianca and Jason, and it was just, oh, man, I'm getting tons of feels right now. Just going back over. Tons of feels right now. Tons of feels. Michael Caruso, if you're listening, please call in. I want to. I want to gush yes, over you yes. guys right now, like simply. But yes, please, Michael Caruso. <laughs> no, and he's such a wonderful person too. So it's really nice when you see someone who is so nice, and you see hard work rewarded. That's that's amazing to me. It's like it's like I just want him to shank me, and if you don't know what that means, you haven't followed me and Michael on Twitter enough to know why we always talk about shanking. It's just because I did, I said something, I, I, well, he said he wanted to shank me if I, during the finale, if I revealed way too much, because there were instances I revealed way too much about the episodes on my Twitter feed, but it was late at night, so they already, they already yeah. won, it was like late at night, so he was like, if you reveal anything about the finale, I'm going to shake you. I was like, and then it just stems from there. And now it's, it's like this huge thing now between us. So, that, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I will shank you if you disagree with anything. Actually, no, I'm going to shank you if you agree with anything I say going forward because I do want to stick and disagree about things as uh, I keep mentioning. So. Well, we're going to wind up agreeing about something else that we will be getting into yeah. because you already know what I'm going to say, but that's a younger actor. Just... Oh, I know about what you're going to talk about later. Okay, you were going to, yes. okay, so we're going to be speaking about younger actor and yes. actress categories, right? I do yeah. want to say before we get into that, that I have mixed feelings about the, both categories. I mean, the nominees, they tend to be in their 20s. So, I mean, if there has to be a separate category for younger actors, you know, wouldn't the child actor category be better? I mean, there are some great child actors out there, like Little Sierra on Days of Our Lives, who I'm very scared mm -hmm. of, and yeah. who um, I know would kill me if we got into a fight. So, But I think that yeah. it would be wise. So, no, I think they should just bring back, like, the guest actor category, and then that way... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely think... I definitely think the guest actor category should be brought back. But I, I just have mixed feelings about the younger actress, uh, younger actor, actress category in general. But we can certainly discuss. So, and it is your show, so I'll let you talk. Well, I never really thought of it in that fashion before, only because I know that there are people who have been nominated in these categories that were under 20. Uh, look at Cameron Grimes. But how many? Yeah, but not how many. I mean, I mean, truly, how many over the years? Have been, and then how are they going to compete against the certain, like, like so I know Heather Tom, when well, she was first well, nominated for... Do you really think that those younger kids would really worry about that? I do. I mean, honestly, I... I, I really I, do. I, I think they cried really, themselves to sleep when they weren't nominated. They cried themselves to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they... I believe they found out they weren't nominated, they cried themselves to sleep, and they had to be comforted and it devastated them. Mm -hmm. so I don't really think that. But, <laughs> we no, don't, but I don't mean, there are some sure, great I mean, We don't know for sure, but, you know, they, they are. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if they're that invested in that in order to proceed forward. But, about, and to do that. but yeah. 
<laughs> you know, if they, if, if they they ever consider it, I would assume that their parents are helping their field, but I I just don't know. I never is really thought about them being invested in it, or is it what is right for the categories? I think I'm sure if they I, were nominated, they would be very happy. Well, there is that, but I think it's it's, it's more of those things where if they wanted to be nominated, they probably would have said something, especially to the, an adult, that what do they need to do in order to be nominated? Because obviously they would have to help them do the reels and all this other stuff. So I, I think it's mm-hmm. I think something that, 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 that they really wanted to do, then they would come out of the woodwork and say it. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> well, we don't know they didn't do that. Maybe they didn't do Yeah, but then again, you know, it's one of those things we can question until we're blue in the face. I and honestly, I'm creating drama where there isn't drama, but it's fun for me to do so. It is for you. you know, this is not the first time you've yeah. done this with me, either. but sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. But, so let's talk. Okay, let's talk about the the um, younger actor. Category. Yes. And, yes. And Michael Logan on Twitter, I agree with you. How did Blake Barrett not get an Emmy nomination? Uh, yeah, we talked about that. We don't need to rehash, but I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> So you're aware, Michael Logan, I agree. Right. I'm looking out. Bro. But I've seen the younger actress in a drama series. We have Kristen Alderson from General Hospital, Lindsay Godfrey from The Bold and Beautiful, Hunter King for The Young and the Restless, Ken Basula for The Bold and the Beautiful, and Kelly Massal from One Life to Live. Yes. First of all, first of all, mm-hmm. how did that happen? How did that happen? And now, 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 what, now. Wait, wait. What are you? Okay. What are you asking? What? How did what happen? What are you saying? Before I even, before people will be like, how, like, what do you mean? I mean, how did Kelly Massal get in here? And I don't mean that in a sense that she isn't good. Oh. Let me tell you, from watching One Night to Live 2.0, yeah, Homegirl was great, and yes. I'm not surprised I, that she was nominated. But I'm saying, how did she wind up getting into this category? I, I would have, I would have assumed that if they were going to be in the Emmy race from those from All My Children 2.0 and When I Live 2.0, they would have been in like new approaches or something to where that right. would have been handling the technical Emmys part of it, but not in the actual one. So that kind of was my well, surprise then, on that front. Right. But then that would be a whole new, if that happened, then there would be have to be a whole new category for actresses and actors from those series if, if, if that was going to take place. You think they could have done that? Do you think they could have done that too? Or that well, I, would have been I mean, there were only two... I mean, I don't think they want, I mean, not that I have the inside word on it, but I don't know if that would be, if they would be able to, I don't think they even thought about it. So I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that would be a little, uh, to create a whole categories for, um, I think the idea was to have one, one life, since one life live and all my children had been network soaps, it just made the most sense to include them, um, with the other um, daytime series, mm-hmm. but I would love. I was. I'm thrilled that she was nominated because she was very good, and she shocked me because I didn't think she was very good when she was on originally 
Um, she screeched a lot. The character screeched a lot. She screeched um, a lot. <laughs> that's all she, she did was screech and screech and screech. And then when I when she started when she was on One Life to Live, um, the new story or <laughs> when she was on the new One Life to Live, I, she was a revel a revelation. She was so good. I, w I was very. I thought she was amazing. I say amazing a lot, but she but she was great. I would love to see she her win. She grew up. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see her. I don't know what she's doing right now, but I would love to see her uh, working. And I was very impressed with her performance. And you know, looking at everyone else who was nominated, I, I think she, I think she was the best. So, and of all yeah. the other actresses. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about some of the other actresses that were nominated? Lauren Jerome. I don't call her by that other name, as we all know. Uh, <laughs> I will never yeah, call her by yeah. that name. Ever. Ever. Mm. Ever. If you catch mm. me on a bad day, I will never call her by that name. Ever. Kiki? Chris Are you talking about Kiki? Yes. Kiki? Uh -huh. Kiki? I will Kiki? never do it. Never. Never. I'm going to trick you in the thing. <laughs> uh, it's just not what do you gonna wanna, aren't you gonna do what are you gonna do this weekend? Are you gonna do the uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sleep. But <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna do the kinky? Oh, oh. Okay. No. Isn't that what it's called? Okay. It's just not gonna happen. I, I, I when I when I heard the name I was I, I was like, Really? This is what you this is what you named her? Ava, what's wrong with you? I love you, but Come on, girl. Get with the program. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. I'm no, I... I'm, I'm with Silas on this one. You can't... No, no, girl, no. But Kristen as Lauren Jerome, when she first came on the scene, was, so, was such a badass chick. I loved her when she first came on. She needs that spunk back. I really do. It's kind of somewhat creeping in, but it, it was definitely a welcome change from what she did with Star previously, a few months before she arrived as Lauren Jerome. So I, I dug her. I dug her for those several months when she first came into the scene. You know, she was very good as, as that person. So, <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I, 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 have to, I, dis, I disagree. I, I think it's very telling that she lasted playing that version of the character for two, three months and then became star again, essentially. Like, she was... She kind of did. I mean, she kind of did. Yeah, Granted, that is the right for but but, you know, it's just... Yeah, I, I don't uh, think it worked. I don't yeah. think she was able to... Uh, I, and again, nothing nothing against uh, nothing against Kristen, but I, I don't think that she... First, the, kid, the character was very annoying, and so, but maybe that had to do with the portrayal. I don't know. I think it was when they, well, when they, honestly, I felt that when they paired her off with Michael, it brought the character yeah. down. Like, it really brought the character down. So, I... Any character that's paired with Michael brings any character down. Uh, Sorry. I don't want to... I don't want to think that, but it's true because she really did shine outside of him, and technically she still does 
to this day in scenes that do not involve Michael. I, I'm like free Lauren like completely on the daily because she's so much better outside of his orbit. But, you know, that's just me. Lindsay Godfrey well, as, as Carolyn, yeah. I love I love her yeah. cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs craziness. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, she was another, and another actress who where one minute, you know, the character was one way. And then overnight, she became cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I don't think we've ever explained her, her character turnaround, how she, they did that a lot on the Bull movie before. But the, she took that character and, and ran with it. I think they gave her some dimensions and really enjoy her in the role. I don't know if it's, I don't know if her portrayal deserved an Emmy nomination, but I find her very, I find her enjoyable. I find the character enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You know, it it seems like they now watered her down a little bit, but yeah, at the time she was very, yeah, she was very enjoyable. Hunter King, I, this was this was her second nomination, I believe, and you know this was a better year for her uh, as compared to from last year. So, you know, I'm very impressed with the work that she was able to do from last year to now. So I'm not surprised that she made it into the race again. You know, especially yeah. with everything that happened with Phyllis. And yeah, I'm trying so hard not to bring real life into this, so I I will. <laughs> A real life events into it, so I won't. But I want to, but I will not. You, you will not. I'll just talk okay. about. It. I want to bring it up, but I won't. It's killing me. But so you, the, we don't need to go. go we don't. Yeah, we don't need to go that route. But I totally I, know I where you were going. You, I yeah. kind of know where you were going to go. But yeah, you know yeah, where yeah. I was going to go. You know where I was Do going we, to go. Of course, I won't I go do. there. But we won't go there at all. Kim Matula, you finally got a nomination, girl. I'm just saying. Yeah. You finally got in there. For her. It I, was a I, long time coming, honestly, for her. I felt that she should have been in there last year, but she finally got into it this year, so I'm nothing but happy for you, girl. I really am. So, you know, hope, Hope's been through the ringer. She really has. Yeah. And yes, and yeah, and I, I just have to say what I really enjoy about her performance is that this is an example of an actress who plays a good character, who who is the good girl, and she for me she makes the good girl interesting. I yeah. I'm not bored by her. I mean, and that's hard to do. I people forget. I think people forget that it's easy or easier play a character that is. Uh, is evil, is crazy. It's not easy playing someone nice and actually being enjoyable and to enjoyable to right. watch. Like I, I find hope and I, I enjoy her character. Whereas say like with, with um, Carolyn, the um, Caroline, the, she only really, she was the nice girl that didn't work. And then they changed the character and then she became interesting. Whereas hope was, interesting all along, I thought, as a good girl. Yeah. It just seemed like they changed kind of with the personality of how the person is. I, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I couldn't see Hope being 
her mother's daughter in in essence, if you know what I mean. I, I couldn't see her being another Brooke Logan. I mean, no. it seems like she could be that way because she has two men who want her so badly, but I I just don't think that they would do that for her. I don't think it would happen. I, I just don't think it would happen. I, and maybe that's just me, but they could prove me wrong. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. But yeah. younger younger actor. Yes. Interesting interesting list. Uh, we got Brian Craig from General Hospital, mm-hmm. Chad Duell from General Hospital, Max mm-hmm. Eric from the, the Young and Restless, Chandler Massey mm-hmm. from Deeds and Realized, and Daniel Polo from The Young and Restless. Very happy that Daniel Polo got nominated. I really, really thought he was great as Jamie. He did some astounding work during the bullying storyline, and I was hoping that he would get the nomination. Him and Max both deserved it, and I'm glad those two made the cut. I think Brian Craig was a great hire by Mark Teschner mm-hmm. as, as Morgan, and he he's incredible. He's incredible as Sonny's son. He, honestly, mm-hmm. I think that Homie should have submitted the episodes when Sonny just basically threw out there about Lauren and Michael and how Morgan knew about basically what was going on. Like, basically when Sonny had that episode at the Metro Court, is it? And that's so. what it is, yeah. right? And yeah, that, was, well that was some of Brian's best work ever since he came on the scene as Morgan. He was yeah. incredible during the fallout scene, like absolutely incredible. When he read Sonny for Phil, when he read Lauren for Phil, when he read Michael for Phil, oh, my God. I had, to, I had to rewind it because it was just that stellar performance. So power to you, boy. Power to you. Yeah. The, I, well, I think he, uh, once he started working with uh, Miss West, an amazing, amazing actress, once he, I mean, once he started um, getting the chance to work with talented actors and actresses, I think that helped him. It was a little, when it was, again, just kinky, it was a little hard for him to show his stuff. Um, but uh, I'm not really sure what I think about the nomination, but I'll go with what you say. <laughs> and then, yeah, and, and wait, didn't Max just wasn't it just announced that he's joining uh, Steven Spielberg show? The I feel like the Under somebody the Dome. Said, somebody, well, here's the thing with Under the Dome. Somebody said that today, and I was going like, "You mean the show that's about to premiere its second season this summer that's already finished filming?" <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I feel like so, I so well. So if I'm if I'm announcing something that isn't true, I, I, I'm so sorry. It's live, so we can't edit it out. But, the, well, but anyway, he I may think have, he, he may have been doing Under the Dome for the second season, but right. that's done. So I'm well, just maybe like, he wasn't allowed okay, to say anything so until maybe, but that's why I was so confused. Um, I, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll we'll see what comes from that. Chandler Massey, are we really shocked that he was nominated for this for another time? Absolutely not. <sighs> I'm sure he's going this for that three-peat. I'm sure he's going for that three-peat. I know. I know he is. This is, what I, this is what I have to say about Chandler Massey, and I risk uh, bearing the brunt of 
many, many people, but I feel like he slept, he was sleeping through his scenes. Now, depending on what he, well, he was nominated now, for. he's not the only one that said this. There's a lot was, of people that said Yes, like, he wasn't, like, to me, I feel like he wasn't even there for, like, the last six months. Now, again, what he was nominated for, that scene, whatever what he submitted, may have been very much a uh, a good a scene. But the, I feel like he just so boring in the role and wasn't even there. So I, well, I think I, I think it was. I mean, I personally, when people started saying that, this was around the time where I was kind of tuning in and out with Dave because I wasn't too too into it, but I was into it enough to still catch glimpses of the show, but I think when I, when I was looking at it, I could see that, and especially if this was around the time when everything started coming out about how he was leaving the show, and the show knew that, and everything was going back and forth between the show, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure that when he was doing those scenes, he was kind of like, oh my god, I gotta get out of here, or like feeling, like he was feeling like the burden at that point, because of what was said. And yeah, I could totally see why he would look the way that he did. It probably took a toll on him. It's not... Wait, wait a minute. I mean, the show was... The, the, wait, okay, so are you saying that he, because they announced his... Once he announced his departure, that... Well, wasn't it, wasn't that, it in such a way where... I might have read this wrong. Wasn't it where the higher-ups kind of basically just came in and just said, you know, they're letting him out of his contract yeah, sooner than what expected. Right. But that was his last, yeah, that was his last day. Like they told him, so if he was sleepwalking through his scenes, those were, that wasn't because he was let go. It was because, I thought they, I mean, he they was let still, him. Well, no, he was gone. I, he, was, he was already done. Oh, well, they were, they told him he was, <laughs> yeah, they told, they told him that he was, he was done that they were letting him out early, and that was his last day. Oh, well, that's a whole different spectrum of the story then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, which seems yeah. one to believe that they I, noticed, they recognized, too, that he was. Uh, and it was time to just make a change if he was going to be going to be leaving anyway. I just, I just think that he smirked an awful lot through a lot of his scenes. And, but I, I think com- compared to who he's dominated against, I think he's going to win. I don't know. I don't feel. That. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that category. I mean, it's honestly, I mean, honestly, I feel a little more strongly about Brian than you do, but I don't know. That <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I I feel a little. Yeah, I, I don't know about this one. Daniel Chandler right. and Brian, I think, would be the top three that I would choose mm-hmm. to take it home. Yep. That would be it. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, that's how I feel on that front. Now we got to get to the to the biggest biggest part of the nominations. The fact yes. that a certain show was not snubbed once, not just twice, but three times. And the I biggest know, I wonder why that could be. In the biggest categories of the nominations. And frankly, if it's true that what they well, here's the thing. If they were, if it's true of what they submitted for best show, I'm not surprised at all. Right. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. So, for those of you who don't know, General Hospital was not nominated for best show, best directing, or best writing. 
the shows that were nominated for Best Show were Y&R, B&B, Days of Our Lives, and We Like to Live. From what I heard from an interview that um, Carolyn Hinsey did, they, did a, they submitted the Nurses Ball for Best Show. Right. Now, if that were the case, then, yeah, I definitely would not have chosen them either. I don't think that should have been the best episode for them to submit. Um, if anything, I probably would have submitted more towards the Robin reveal than anything else. But that's just me. Right. Well, the general hospital, I feel, is turning into... James E. Riley, Days of Our Lives, Part 2, where, or maybe Days of Our Lives, James Riley, Part 1. The, it, it, one, it's a hit-or-miss show. It, I know every, everyone and their mother is um, wonderful, but it, it's, it's hit-or-miss. There are, like today's episode, The Nurses' Ball, I mean, ironically enough, if that's what they submitted, but they weren't nominated, but I thought it was, it was, it was a great show. Lucy and Felicia and characters who I care about. And it, it was just a heartwarming episode, but in general, it's, it's so over the top. And I, how much, when you, what could they have really submitted that would have deserved best writing? I, I, well, well, best writing, for, for best writing. Well, for best writing, they submitted the Robin reveal at the church when Patrick right. and Sabrina were married. Okay. Right. So that's what that's what Ron said they submitted for writing. Now, I felt that with that episode, yeah, you could have been nominated for writing for that, but okay. they weren't. I I was surprised. I honestly I was surprised that they were not nominated for writing for that episode for that submission. I really felt that they should have been for that. But as far as best drama, yeah, I don't think that that was the best choice for them to submit. And I'm not surprised they weren't nominated for drama series at all. But as far it's as writing, campy. yeah, it's 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 a very campy show now. It's it's not what it was and. The, again, there are episodes that I enjoy, like today. The show has changed, and it is, it's, it's very hard to take it seriously. And I, I think that may have come across in what was, in what was submitted. But this is just my humble opinion. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it has been noted that it has uh, an extreme amount of campiness throughout, uh, especially whenever... Heather Weber has been on, it, it is extremely campaign over the top. Franco, especially, was, I don't, I don't know if we can still proclaim him as being campy. I, in the beginning, he was, for sure. But that whole, the whole relish thing was just, if you, if you really wanted to see me complain about a storyline that I was watching, it was that one. I never thought that that even should have been done. I really hated it. It was one of those storylines where I was just like, I cannot believe that this is going on right now. I hated every minute of it. I mean, even even when the, the two hosts were poisoned, I even then I was just going like, are you serious right now? You, in, in essence, you would think I would enjoy that, but I didn't. I, I was just I was just like, all right, this has got to end because I can't I can't get into this. I cannot get into this. So. 
Okay. So, it, well, for, so are we on? Are we on best? So we're on best writing now. I'm so enraptured by what you're saying that I've lost track. So we're we're talking about best writing now. Um, yes. In terms of the nominations. Yes. Okay. So yes. I, I I just want to say that Days of Our Lives, I definitely believe, um, should win. Mm. Mm. I, yeah, I, Days of Our Lives to me is a it's a it's now a show that is very much character based. They do have their yeah. crazy moments. I think it greatly. No, sure. Although, I mean, on one hand, it's sad that it's filmed a year and a half ahead of time, but the yeah, right. I think one of the, <laughs> Right. So I would sad that they're filming 2018 right now. However, yeah, I think exactly. what what really works in their favor is that because of the the because of they're so ahead of time in what they're filming, they don't have to listen to um, necessarily listen to viewer um, complaints or viewer feelings. And uh, Bill Bell didn't worry about that. I think there's something to be said about writing a show, having a vision and going with it. And I think that has worked. I mean, it, it, in some cases it, it doesn't work, but I think for days it's worked. And it's, this is a show that oh, you watch it, it's a, a, it's a community. The characters uh, all know each other. You don't feel like they're living in different worlds, like they're five different shows. Whereas with General Hospital, I feel like it's like five shows in one. It does anyway. go pretty quick okay. on GH. It really does. It goes very, very fast on GH. And it's one of the I, – I saw somebody comment on this the other day. They were going, like, it's going so fast at once I can't keep up on Twitter. Like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So it, it's right. just like, wow, okay. I, interesting, I guess. Sure. But You seem surprised by Days of Our Lives. So are you going for Bold and Beautiful or Young and Restless? I was like surprised that you weren't going for B and B on that one, um, because I yeah I kind of was I kind of was I was kind of okay. going for B and B on that one, but I don't know we'll see well, I, I, I'm yeah. I, I'm well, thinking I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking more B and B in writing I'm thinking more B and B in writing. I would I wouldn't be dis- I will say that I wouldn't be disappointed if Bold and Beautiful won for best writing. I, I it, it, that's my two the two shows that I feel are good for the most part and they don't stray from what they're about are the bold and beautiful and days for our lives. So I wouldn't be displeased if either I'm hoping days wins, but I wouldn't be unhappy if bold and beautiful won. Yeah. And then with the drama, with the drama directing team that was nominated B and B one life to live and young and restless not surprised why not got directing nominations, especially with Owen Renfro in, in the helm there. Owen has Owen's a beast. Owen is a beast. I've loved him since GH when he was directing right. over there. So I'm mm-hmm. not surprised. I'm not surprised that he got it over here too. You know, it, it's it's well, just something life, that I did you mention one life to live. One life to live was, was nominated for best directing. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, you did mention one life. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, it's interesting about the fact that one life got the noms, and nothing mm-hmm. from all my children got nominated, which I felt was the right. best show out of the two that was rebranded. 
they, if anything, I would have pegged them, all my children, to get best drama over One Love to Live. As mm-hmm. far as the directing, mm, would I have swapped one out and put the other one in? I don't know. Mainly right. because I guess, yeah, I don't know about that one. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have put all my children in directing team over one life though. I don't know. All that, that, I, was, that, yes. was little, that was a little difficult about that one, but all I know is after far, my, you know, I keep wanting to talk over you. Like it's my show. No, I was all I was going to say was that I just all I was going to say is that I was just. I don't know. I'm just surprised that they got a directing nod. That's all. It was just yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. And the uh, uh, you know, I was thinking about after my 10 minute diatribe about General Hospital, and as we about to, we're about to go into you know best drama series, and then we're about and then best writing, like young. I mean, in 2013, I mean. Young and the Restless was my least favorite show, and it's now now I feel bad for being so harsh towards General Hospital when I think about Young and the Restless and what and what they brought to the table, which wasn't very much. So anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, but for for best directing, I don't I don't know I uh, I'm but I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Young and the Restless. Or best, or, yeah. or best direction. Yeah, I'm going to go with one R on that one. Simply, simply mm-hmm. for the mere fact that if you if you have Owen Renfro in there, then yeah, it's, you're pretty much you're pretty much next to guarantee you might wind up winning that one. So I'm not gonna I'm definitely yeah. gonna say why not going to get I, that one. Right. And I don't have any problem with their directing. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and best, as we said, best drama series nominees were. The Bold and Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, One Life to Live, and The Young and the Restless. Say what you want about Jill Ferenfeld. She knows how to pick reels. She knows how to pick reels. Yes. That could be her full-time job. How about that? Yeah. That would be good. That we could get, why doesn't that should be her full-time job? She can pick out Emmy reels or pick out Emmy episodes for all the shows. There must be a job out there for someone like that. Uh, hey, let's find it. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I mean, the, uh, do you think it, it should win Best Drama? <laughs> I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Depends on what she picked. Because, you right, know, she right. likes to pick some really good stuff yeah. in order for yeah. them to basically look at it and be, mm-hmm. this is, this is going to this is gonna win them the award. I, I, I would not be surprised if they won. I would kind of want Dave to win it again. I, I I would too and I and I again I feel like I read this so I hope I'm not making this up but they I feel like for best drama that they submitted the back to back uh wedding episodes with That's Kristen what I heard. Yes. Yes, that's okay. what I heard and that's why okay. and that's why I said okay. that they should win it because if that is the case then yeah, they should win it for that. Okay. Absolutely. It's, it's, it shows what the it, what days was that that entire uh, entire year. I mean, oh, and that brings me back to Eileen Davidson. I'm so happy she's back. She will be coming back. She's probably gone already. She's probably already filmed her scenes and is 
spinoff that <laughs> already filmed and in the can, and she left months ago. Right. But I'm so happy to see Kristen to see Kristen back and the energy that she brought to to the show. And uh, I I was devastated when she, when it was announced she was leaving five years ago. It wasn't it feels like it was five years ago when they announced she was leaving. But I, I go for Days of Our Lives for a best um, drama. Yeah, I, I'm going for that one myself. I'm, I really am. I cannot, I cannot pick any other show other than Days of Our Lives for that category for those two specific episodes alone. I honestly feel like that they should just win it for that specific reason. <laughs> I really do. But it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, for one Definitely. thing, we do not, we don't know if there is going to be a broadcaster that is going to air it yet. Uh, we do know that it will be streamed online on the mm-hmm. 22nd of June from the Beverly Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills, California. So we do know that. So people will be able to watch it online um, right. during, during that day, whatever time it's yeah. going to take place. I'm not sure at this point, at, at this point but I'm sure it'll probably be oh. 5 o'clock yeah. west of time, 8 o'clock on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we'll know all of that when the time uh, comes. But right. I, would I like it to be on television? Yeah. I would. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be on television. I'm, I'm sure you would. Mm-hmm. I, I would, and you know, I, I have you know strong, you know, strong feelings about it. You know, what I want, you know, for daytime TV, and I, I love daytime TV. I will. I soaps forever. I have my soap opera encyclopedia sitting right next to me. I feel I should um, spend the next hour reading aloud from my soap opera encyclopedia, but I won't. But um, the, what I want, I love daytime TV. And so for the producers and actors and the crew, I want them to be given a, a true celebration. I want it to be a true celebration of their work. So whether it's a network airing it or not, like you were, again, you were there at the Indie Series Awards. And, you know, it was, it was a great live stream. Great live stream. You, you were able to see it on JTS.tv. And the, I just hope that we're able to celebrate daytime. And it's more about celebrating what everyone does as opposed to mm-hmm. it morphing into celebrating something completely different just to get it on the air. Like, you remember Vegas. You remember what that, what that was like. I, I want yeah, us to be able to I'm... celebrate daytime. It's, and the actors and everyone involved to, to re- receive the respect they deserve. And as much as I'd like to see it on TV, I... I don't want it to be about it ending up on TV and then now we have to spend an hour, you know, dealing Promoting with something like, else. Right. I want it to be about daytime. And that's what, that's what the Indie Series Awards did in celebrating web series. I want, the, I want the daytime Emmys to have that same respect, receive that same respect. That's my, my feeling on it. So I... I hope for I, I just I just want them to receive the respect they deserve. And over the years, it's it's been lost. And so I just want that back. And they, there's so much good work that is that is done, regardless of how much I have talked about certain things. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree because I said the same thing. I would love it to be on, obviously TVGN because look, you have. Y&R and B&B on their lineup at night. And, you know, that would be a huge cross-promotion for soaps if it were on TVGN right there. 
partly owned by CBS is another thing. Imagine mm-hmm. Les and Angelica McDaniel having control over the show. And they would mm-hmm. be able to definitely make it about daytime television where it needs to be. Right. And look, mm-hmm. and and look, with the Vegas thing and also with the last two years on HLN, look what mm-hmm. that was like. That was painful. That was painful, mm-hmm. especially the HLN years. That was painful. You know, the, the red couch thing on the stage was just awkward. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I just didn't understand what was the purpose of that. I, I mean, it, it was not necessary. It took away from the press room stuff, obviously, but it was just, it was not needed. And then what was the whole point of Robin Mead singing on stage? Like, why, why did we have this? Like, there was no reason right. for, but then, it, and then it's just like, okay, so we're using it as a vehicle to promote Robin Mead's music. I, I'm not here for this. I'm here for right. daytime Emmys. I'm here for celebrating daytime television. I'm not here for you basically wanting to remote HLN and their workers. I'm here to promote daytime. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm watching for. I'm not here for this. So that's my reservation about it being on television. I don't want it to turn into something where you're going to want it promoting something else. I mean, you know, it, there was this thing where I was saying, like, what about, you know, somebody said, what if it would be on E? I was like, I don't want it on E either. Because then it was like, <laughs> no. somebody yeah, actually asked awful. that. They were like, what do you think about it being on E? And I was like, no, I don't want it on E. First of all, then I would have to probably sit there and watch two hours of them promoting Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and I'm not here for that. As many of you well know, I am not a Kardashian fan whatsoever. So I would definitely not be privy for them doing this on yeah. E. Well, said, oh, the Kardashians, they should be nominated for Best act- best Actresses. I mean, they're very good actresses. I, I think I probably recast a couple of the the actresses and, you know, maybe request, um, recast Chloe with um, someone else. But. Then you will probably be seeing me now. You'll probably see me getting nominated for Best Actor because let me tell you, I will be putting on the act of my life if that were to happen. I'm telling right. you right now, I would totally probably take that trophy home if that were to take place. But somebody said OWN. Well, like, could it be on OWN? I'm like, well, I could see it on OWN. You can use it as a vehicle for the haves and the have-nots kind of thing. Uh, you know, it would, you know, obviously OWN needs the viewership aside from that show, so it, you know, I could see it on OWN as well, but who knows? I, I, at this point, I don't know what's going to happen. All right now, all we can say is time will tell if it'll be televised or yeah. not, but if it's not televised, I think I would. I think it would be more productive for them that they would get the recognition they deserve without the filler. Right. I don't. I don't understand why it can't be on day. Why it can't be on during the day like it was for years. Like it was for years. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why can't they? Uh, do we? Price is Right can't go away for a day. I mean. I mean. Why can't I mean it was? I loved when it was on during the day, and it, it received the respect it deserved, and the and CBS can air it, and it again the. But I liked your also idea about the TV Guide Network. I think that is a. I think that would be the best bet in terms of what makes the most yeah. sense and was going to air on TV. But we shall see, like you said. 
fingers crossed. Something. I, I just want I just want them to I want daytime to be respected again as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. With all of the promotion that it has gotten within the last few months, you know, this would be the perfect opportunity for them to have it on television. So that's really how I feel about that. And that's really why I want it on television. I mean, you see all these outlets promoting about how the viewership has increased for SOS, and everybody's talking about SOS again in a positive way, where it used mm-hmm. to be on the negative side. And right. it's, one of the, it's one of the main reasons why I would love it if they aired it on television, just to keep up that momentum. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But before, you know, obviously before we wrap up, I made mention I wanted to uh, talk about that article you posted about. Oh, yeah. I would love to talk about that. So, yes, I. All right. So, again, Michael is a contributor of We Love Stuff TV, and he wrote a piece a couple of nights ago about why it's time for Drusilla Barber Winters to return home to the Young and Restless. Played, originated and played by Victoria Rao from 1990, off and on from 1990 to 2007. And why do you think now is the time for Drusilla to come back home to, to YNR? Why, why is that? Why do I think that? Well, why do you first, think that? okay, I, I think that Neil deserves to have a love interest that isn't young enough to be his granddaughter. First, I would like, I think Neil, you know, wonderful Christopher St. John deserves an acting partner who isn't 17. But no, no, the real reason, the, I mean, she is a, Victoria is an amazing, spectacular actress, okay? This is someone who commits 100% to her craft. You can't tell me, I, ref, I refuse to agree with anyone who would say that a return of Victoria would not increase the ratings for Young and the Restless. She is the, out of the four soaps that are left, there isn't anyone left who you can bring back that would have an effect on ratings. Trusilla returning would have an effect on Young and the Restless' ratings. Just because they're number one doesn't mean that they, doesn't mean that they still can't improve. Uh, the show, you know, my feelings about Young and the Restless is that it's lost its identity completely. It is a, there are certain scenes that are well-written. There just, there isn't an identity. I don't know what it's about anymore. It certainly isn't the show that Bill Bell created. Uh, Drusilla is, she brings spark and energy and fire. I mean, Victoria, she's an amazing actress. And the show needs something like that. They need something exciting that's going to get viewers to invest again in the show. And frankly, the, I found it very interesting that, and I respect everyone's opinions, that I found it very interesting that uh, no one really commented on what Drusilla would add to the show. It was all about, oh, no, we can't bring her back because she causes so many problems behind the scenes uh, ignoring what Drusilla, the character, brought to the show, and I, right, right, that really, that really baffles me. That it was all about she caused so many problems and she's too vocal. 
like, well, why, should she, why does she need to shut up about something that is true? She's standing up for what she believes in. She is not backing down. And for the good of the show, you know, business is business. And the, if they really wanted a ra- the ratings to improve, you would bring her back. You would work it out with her. You would figure – it's not as if uh, her, her bestie, um, who we'll be talking about later, is on the, um, the show anymore. So uh, there won't be problems with her. So like, bring her back. It's time. It's not even that. It's, it's not even that. It's like, you know, you don't have to you don't have to go in, you don't have to talk to them except if you no. are going to do scenes with that person. You just go in, do your right. job and that's it. You don't have to make it yes. into a point where you have to interact with them off the set. You don't have to do that. But it, it right. and, and, and you know, I'm not and and here's the thing. I definitely did, did not disagree with you. I uh, I completely and utterly agreed that I would love to see Drusilla home because honestly, Drusilla was the only woman that Neil was strong enough with, and mm-hmm. that was it. I mean, that was pretty much Neil for me. I think that's really what Neil was, yeah. and I when they right. tried to put him with somebody else, it just it just didn't hold up or measure up yeah. to the power that Drusilla Winters was to him, and. Yeah. Yep. I feel that, honestly, nice. Victoria Rao brought out something in Christoph St. John that none of his other screen partners were able to bring out in him the way that she did. So, right. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. And Drew is an icon to Young and the Restless. She is up there with Victor and Nikki and Jill. And it, again, baffles me that she doesn't get the respect she deserves for that. And I hate to talk about racism. I, I, I hate to make it about race, but I can't help but think that, that it is. And I, I, there is two. It, she was way too popular. She brought so many viewers to the show. Why is it that when she speaks out about certain things, it's a huge issue and it's time for her to shut up? But everyone else who speaks out about problems, it's it's okay. Like somehow we're able to deal with that. Like, do we really think that Victoria Rowell was the only difficult person on the set, or or is right now on the set? Sure. Yeah. No. Um, no. So it's time for her to come back. And the um, if everyone is professional, they will work with her. They don't have to be best friends, but they will do what is good for the show. Yeah. I agree with that. You know? Not that I have any feelings about this or any opinions. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. But, no. you know, it's just, it's, it, I agree. I think that she would bring a huge viewership back with her if she were to return to the show. You know, there were a lot of viewers that left when she did. So it, it, is, uh, yeah. it is the possibility that in viewership will increase if she were to return. I mean, honestly, the reason why I think that one is is because I think that would garner a huge amount of press for them because of what happened when yes. she left and during the time when she left. This would garner attention to YNR if she were to return, especially when it looked like she wasn't going to be returning at all. So if this were to happen... Oh yeah, this right. would be the most buzz. This would be the most buzzed about. Excuse the pun. Right, event right. 
event that were to take place yeah. for the young and the restless. So it's it's just everyone I would love knows to say who she is. I would love to say it's a matter of time. I would love to say it's a matter of time I before she actually too. does return, but and I don't think I, my final thought on the matter is that anything that she talks about and and everyone wants her to be quiet and to stop talking about it. But I don't think anything she said isn't. I don't think anything of it, any of it, is untrue. She's just speaking fact. And what is what is wrong about speaking the truth? Mm-hmm. There you have it. Just my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And then. To wrap it up with, you you wanted to make a mention of a certain person that wound up showing up at the end of an episode <laughs> at General yes. Hospital. Yes. Episodes ago. Uh, I mean, yeah. Really? Were we really Why? shocked though? Like, were we were we really shocked about it? Like, were we? We've been hearing about it and the about that possibly well, we happening. Assumptions. Yeah, we were making right. assumptions of it. Why is what is the point of her being on General Hospital? It's has there in your memory in recent memory have have you seen anyone from one show who is popular as a certain character go to another show playing someone else and have any effect on ratings? Like when has that ever happened? I can't remember a situation like Steve Burton going to Young and the Restless. Certainly, didn't um, change things. Um, I, I don't understand why she's on the show. To be, I, I can't even imagine what the scenes will be like between her and Mike Boyston. Um, I, I think it's ridiculous that this character is even on the show. To begin with, this character, another another character returning from the dead, or something like that. But what that you know is we it was just posted. That excuse me, I guess it's gonna be out on Soap Opera Digest that she, Michelle, was offered a the role and was um, she was quoted as saying it was almost impossible to say no. Like they they wanted her that much. More young and the rest of us have to steal each other's stars. I don't. That wasn't a rhetorical you know, question. No, <laughs> I know it wasn't. Uh, but I was I was just thinking that the mere fact of. Seeing her on there, yeah, it was a huge casting coup for them, no doubt about that. But right. the whole, I guess, for me, is, is it one of those things where it's now going to help me become invested in the character of Nina when I wasn't invested in her before? Because now you're going to have Michelle Stafford playing the part, maybe. I think that's the thing going for it at this point. Uh, right. But is, I, don't, who... I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true that if uh, Weinar made her a deal beforehand, like she was in the. What I saw on Twitter that negotiations, she had negotiations with Weinar, and but went with with GH after the fact. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, this mm-hmm. came through on the Twitter feed, and I mean, right. I would have loved it if she went back to Weinar. Obviously, Astralis. Don't get me wrong. I, I would have loved to have seen her on there, but. Yeah, you know it's it's, it, and maybe it's one of those things where she wants to do something else now. Like she wants to try her hand at something else that isn't Phyllis. 
So yeah. who's to say right. that's the possibility? I, mean, I, don't mind her. I don't mind her. Like She should do whatever she wants to do. Like I don't think that she needs to be Phyllis. Like, how dare you go to a different show? I just, again, this is a general hospital thing. Why are you hiring a name actress for a character that the viewers possibly won't care about when you already have so many wonderful actresses on the show? You have Christina Wagner. Well, she's enjoyable. Maybe not wonderful, but you have Christina Wagner. You have Lynn Herring. You have Jackie Zeman. You have actresses who are who fans want to see. You already you have so many you have vets that people care about. What is Michelle Stafford going to bring to the show that general hospital viewers won't be able to receive now if they would just get to see them on a regular basis? Manola Hughes, like I just don't under I don't understand the point. And um, which brings us to the the next casting shocker, the casting call that went out on Young and the Restless for. Recasting Phyllis. I mean, I know she made a mention a while ago that she wouldn't have been surprised if they recast a role, but my whole thing is that if you're restricting it to an age range of 35 to 40, that cancels out a lot of talented <laughs> women that could fill that void. I mean, honestly, I right. would want Sarah Brown to play her. If not Sarah Brown, I'd want Robin Christopher to play her. I'd want Robin Christopher right. as Phyllis. I totally would. And well, I, yeah, the I could see Robin Christopher definitely in that role. Uh, they successfully recasted Phyllis once before. Again, I don't have a problem with Phyllis being recast, although I don't necessarily think they need the the character so badly. But thirty five to forty, like I think I joked to you that they could probably they're going to cast. Uh, Julie Marie Berman in the role. Um, yes, he did. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's what's they're going to take someone from General Hospital, but she has to be again really young for it to work with Phyllis. Like, so Phyllis is going to now be the same age as Nick, so she'll no longer be the older woman. It's 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 going to. Why aren't they? Why are they looking for someone thirty-five between thirty-five and forty? It didn't work for Diane. Look what look what happened. To when they did the same thing with Diane and what happened to um, the wonderful um, Miss West. And I say Miss West because I respect her so much that I feel she deserves that title. The, I mean, the, As she should. Yes. The, I, 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 it boggles the mind. I mean, I'm afraid who's going to get this role because it's not going to work. <laughs> I, I do not, I can't imagine. Well, yeah, I mean, here's working. the thing too. I mean, yeah, as you said, we, we, when we talk about how they de-aged Diane, we automatically go to Mara West, but she mm-hmm. was de-aged before Mara West when Susan Walters took over the part too, because they wanted her probably around in the same age bracket as Michelle Stafford, because they probably wanted to put her in that aspect with, with, the Phyllis Jackson to act opposite of Phyllis. You know, Susan Walters was, was like, older than, is, I mean, certainly was younger than um, Alex Donnelly. But well, yeah. She certainly, but, but not, she certainly appeared older than, uh, I mean, I, I bought her still as Diane. Like, it just, 
you, you take the. Well, I did too, but it was just it was just the idea that I know they kind of took a few ages ages off of her, a few years off of her, just so that they could keep her into that realm with Phyllis. Because notice that when she came in and took part, she really didn't do much with Nikki. She had some scenes with Nikki, but it wasn't really Nikki personified. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it was when Alex Donnelly was in the part more or more or less, and when Maura took Maura took over the part, which I really thought it was absolutely, totally miscast. If anything, more West should have been Grace Turner than Diane right. Jenkins, or they or created a character just for her. Like she is a, and there was a lot of backstage politics. I think that went on. It going at CBS at the time, where maybe I don't, I don't. There, certain things don't need to be brought up. However, it could have created a character for her, and she could have made oh, it yeah. work and not forced her in a role that wasn't going to work. And with Phyllis, the there are so many actresses who are actually the age that Phyllis is that are aren't working right now who would be great in the role. It's it scares me to see who they're going to. Uh, cast in this role and how they're going, how she's going to be portrayed. She'll look, she'll now be Sharon and Nick Sage and Daniel, her son will now be um, older than she is. And um, they should just hire a 15 year old and get it over with. (laughs) I really hope it doesn't go that far, but you know, know, or I was talking on Twitter, just, um, um, Bring, make Kimberlyn Brown Phyllis. Retribution. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Make her Phyllis. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So. But. I, yeah. I don't know. Oops. That that one that one's gonna. That was gonna be interesting. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that one rolls out. But. I was okay for the final for the final casting. Jacob obviously. Heads kind of rolled at this one in a point where it's like, are you are you serious? Is this for real? James Scott mm-hmm. leaving Day for Live. He yes. finished May second, and right. was I shocked about it? No, no. Why? No, I, I was not. I wasn't. I wasn't shocked about it mainly for the mere fact that with Ali Sweeney leaving, I didn't mm-hmm. think he would be that far. I didn't. I really didn't. Right. I thought that he was going to wind up probably following after her too. You know, it was just because again, I don't know what they would have given him post Sammy. So, right, right. I, I hope they're. I hope they exit together. I, I don't know the filming schedule right now, and but I hope they exit together in some way that is true to how damaged um, those characters are. And I hope that it is able to create a lot of story for the characters that are left behind because the, this is a, it's a big deal. So much of the show has been about EJ and Sammy that this is it's actually, I feel like, an exciting time for Days of Our Lives to you know, start changing the focus, to shifting the focus to other characters, um, not including right. Daniel and Jennifer. The, oh, the, the shifting, shifting, shifting the focus. And I'm sorry, I didn't the, say that out loud. Yeah, you did say that out loud. And I did. The, so, but I, I wasn't shocked by. It. I know his their fan, his fans are going to miss him, but you know he, as back in the day, you know, popular soap stars they left after 
three, four, five years. And they didn't stay as long as, you know, actors stay now. And so back in the day, uh, James Scott would have left after his first, you know, three years on the show. And uh, now, uh, you know, he's been, I mean, he's been front burner the entire time. So I think good luck to him. And we hopefully other people, will, other characters will come to the forefront and the, maybe we can get Bell back. Now with Sammy and EJ leaving, we need a Sammy, um, another member of Marlena's family. Maybe Bell can come back. Hmm, maybe. Martha Madison, I want you back Just saying. Bell. Just saying. Yeah. Throwing it out there. Just saying. Loved, loved her. Loved her as Bell. Anyway, that changes the subject from James Scott leaving. But, yeah, I, I'm not shocked that he's going. But I, I hope it's a, an exciting exit for the, the characters and it leads to lots of story. Absolutely. I, I, I said the same thing. I don't know how they're going to depart, if they're going to depart together, but it'll be interesting to see how they're going to exit the show. So I, yeah, won't be, I, I, I not surprised by his exit, but I'm hopefully it's going to be a huge, huge deal when they exit the show. So I can't say enough about, I can't, I can't even, I can't even say any more about that except that, I just hope that their yeah. exits are going to be powerful exits, and that's it. What about Hunter Tylo being back on The Bold and Beautiful? I feel like it never, unless I missed something, I feel like they announced that she was going to be back for one episode at the initial storyline of she was on, The Bold and Beautiful. She was on today. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today. I mean, that's, and now she came back a couple weeks ago, and but no one, I don't feel like it was announced, and she's about to be uh, murdered by Crazy Alley. I can't wait. To Taylor is taken. Um, love Hunter Tylo, hate Taylor, and uh, I want Crazy Alley to murder her. Taylor deserves it. You know, she's always talking about what a tramp Brooke is, but Taylor's with Thorne now when it was just a couple months ago that she was with Eric. And we know she's been with Rich oh, a lot. God. And she's been with Rick. How many members of that family has she been with? She's worse than Brooke. I know, that's my whole thing. I was like, she has some nerve to basically call Brooke a slide. Look at you, honey. Right. I'm just saying. Exactly, exactly. And yet, uh, in today's episode, Thorne was, was mentioning it was time for him to live again, and he um, wasn't focusing on life. And he was, and, but I was really thinking, no, Brad Bell just didn't want to write for you. But now he does. That's what was really happening. So it's, but it's nice to see. I like Taylor and Thorne the first time, so hopefully that'll give them both more work. But I just can't wait until Allie finds out and she goes crazy. What a wonderful, fun character she is. Well, let's put it this way. As it ended today, I'm sure it's going to wind up happening that way. Um, Let's let's just say that. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So what are your favorite... What's your favorite storyline right now on soaps? My favorite storyline on soaps. Yeah, right now? Do you a favorite. Yeah. Anything that's yeah, anything right now, pretty much everything B and B related, especially Brooke yeah. versus Katie. That is so much yeah. fun for me to watch right now. Like mm-hmm. unbelievably, so much fun. I agree. I agree. I love. Yeah. I love this storyline that's going on between those two. Catherine Kelly Lang and Heather Tom can bring it, and it's just one of the best things for me to look at. But 
I will say also, I never thought I would say this, but I'm enjoying the Jill and Colin stuff on line R. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, now we get to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I I love people, those. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, Jess and Tristan are just having way too much fun, and you can see that they are. And I I kind of like Jill acting like a scheming little heifer right now, and anything that doesn't deal with the music box, I'm okay with. So, <laughs> right. The, well, I think Tristan Rogers belongs in General Hospital, and well, they signed him yeah. to a contract. He went beyond young and the rest I'm young and the rest the way he belongs. And I love seeing Jess Walton uh, on the show. But I want Jill to be Jill, and I don't necessarily see her as Jill. I'm glad you're liking the storyline. Yeah, like I said, I'm just. I'm, it's more or less like them just like playing with each other, especially with today, with how she handcuffed him into the in the attic and chloroformed and everything. I was like, oh, go ahead now, do that yeah. thing. I was, just, I was, right. I was, I was loving it. I was loving Joel today. I really was. Um, I love Jess Walton. But yeah, but yeah, the, my favorite is uh, is Brooke and Katie at this point. Uh, the okay. the runner the I runner up too. is it, the runner mm-hmm. the runner up will be who shot Nick for sure oh yep the okay yeah I um, that just brings me to something very quickly what I'm loving about Days of Our Lives right now is that it is it's all about the Hortons like although I don't like seeing the Horton killed I mean wait Fallon he's a Horton but like the show it's about the Hortons. The show that was created, it was all about the Hortons. It's now all about the Hortons again. I love it. And that is one of the things that brings me so much joy as someone who loves this, the genre and the history of daytime soaps, that it's still about the Hortons all these years later. Hmm. 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 <laughs> all, I, all I'm going to say right now is that I really wish I was not working tomorrow so I can actually watch it live when Nick gets shot. Just saying. Nick's going to be shot? Are you spoiling Nick's... something for me, Nivelle? No, I, uh, well, it was in the promo. It was in the promo. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was in the promo. I just thought I would let it out there, you know, just let it spoil. I didn't but know. It airs tomorrow. It airs tomorrow. That's all. And the, what's your least favorite storyline? My least favorite? Yeah. Besides the the music box thing on YNR and Avery's cooking show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. That exciting storyline. Oh, God, like seriously, what the hell is that? Um. So I don't. So those those are completely out of the running, right? I I have to choose something else. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Faux Luke. Faux Luke. As oh. much oh. as it looks okay. like, as much as it looks like Anthony's having fun with this, and he is. Don't get me wrong. It's now time to be like, all right, where is this going? Like, where is this story going? Let's, let's just put this out there on the table like, right now. What exactly is up with this dude, this perverted mess of a dude right now? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Right. Yeah, I, and Kiki, of all people, there must be something really wrong with him if he's, a, if he's 
going after her. Sorry, I guess maybe that wasn't very nice, but there's truly it's, it's, something it's damaged. True, but it's true though, I mean, because he has everyone. And he I mean, wow. there are other young people on the show. I mean, if he's after Kiki, I mean, I don't, there has I don't to be think something wrong with I don't think that it just was just Lauren. I mean, he was hitting on. Oh, sorry, I tried to get you to do say Kiki, but uh, <laughs> but I didn't get you to say it. It. I'm too wound up about that name that it just, every time yeah. I hear it, I'm going like, oh, God, that name. <laughs> I hate that name. Yeah. Well, the, Seriously, um, can I, I, will, I go to yeah. and just officially rename her? You can. Like, I've renamed you um, David, so you can rename someone a character. What did you do? <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't tell you. Yeah, you're you're not David, so I've re- I've renamed you. Oh, okay. Well, so does everybody else, so it's not a big yeah, surprise. Yeah, weren't you? Yeah, right. You were Lee uh, Navelle, wasn't that what it was? I uh, named my last name first. Yeah, yeah. why not? Right. Right. Part of me wants to go back and do that again, especially since I get other names at my job. I get Marvel, Norval. Vernon, you know, the whole bit. It's just great. You know. Mm-hmm. It is what um, it is. Can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, well, can I say what my favorite um, storylines are and my least favorite? Yes. Okay. I just, and I'll be, I'll be good because I'll be, I'll be quick. So my favorite storyline right now is def- is Crazy Alley. I am obsessed with everything about Crazy Alley on The Bold and Beautiful. I, I love how nuts she is. Uh, actress is amazing. Uh, amazing, my, my go-to word. And the, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen uh, with Taylor and her reaction. And uh, love that storyline. Love Heather, or Heather, love Brooke and Katie, anything involved in that storyline. Uh, another favorite. Uh, Love and on days, um, of course the the, the Nick storyline. Um, see, so yeah, Young and the Restless. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, in General Hospital, um, I like the Nurses Ball, and the see for storylines that. I just I can't get past the boredom of Daniel and Jennifer on Days of Our Lives. There isn't anything I like less. I, I mean, even even the uh, the horrific storylines. I just I we talk we start mentioned Jennifer Rose before when we started talking. I, mm-hmm. I, I I detest I detest them, and it's not because. Jack, because of Jack and Jennifer, of course, I would love to see Matthew Ashford back on the show. I think there's still a lot of story potential, but they are so boring, 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 boring. And why are men obsessed with Jennifer? What is it about her? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't get what it's like. Is she, like, I know she waited a while, just like her daughter, to you know give herself to someone, but like, did she? somehow, like, earn a reputation for being, like, really good in bed? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's – what is it about her that everyone is obsessed with her? I don't, I don't get it. 
and I don't like them. And if nothing against um, character Daniel or Sean, the actor, they just it just doesn't work for me in any way at all. And I just want it to end. I want it to go away forever. 